Hi everyone, welcome to the How To Be Wise podcast. Today we're bringing you an extra special holiday episode featuring the podcast team, which includes Amelia, Rebecca, L.E.T., and myself, L.E.M. We really hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. <laughs> recording in progress. You want to say that on recording, Ellie? <laughs> Unpopular opinion, I don't like McFlurries. Blizzards are better. Ellie, you can leave the podcast right now. <laughs> and I will be taking over the rest of the season, folks. This is our last episode. Welcome to the How to Be Wise podcast. With us today will be our whole podcast team. Because we want to give you a little something special for the holidays. This is kind of an episode about exams and, you know, taking time to take care of ourselves over the break. And hopefully a lot of fun stuff. So I hope you enjoy. Does everyone want to just go around and introduce themselves quickly? Um, so my name's Ellie. You might recognize my voice because I'm the podcast host, and I'm excited because today I'm talking more about myself and my lovely friends here. So we'll see how it goes. All right. Um, my name's Rebecca. I am the podcast coordinator. I'm in biology and psychology, and I'm excited to be here. I'm mostly I've never filmed a podcast. I mostly do a lot of behind the scenes, but. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to be front and center on camera right now. My name is Ellie M. And you're probably wondering, yes, there are two Ellies. We did that on purpose. Just kidding. I am in second year engineering. I'm an engineering chemistry major and I'm the podcast editor. So I'm the one that takes all the footage and makes it so that it's all nice and lovely to listen to. We appreciate all of your hard work and we are happy to have you with us today. And again, folks, if you don't remember me, I'm Amelia. I was in the last episode. I'm a Pisces and I happen to be done exams. So I'm I'm doing pretty good right now <laughs> compared to everyone else. Yeah, that's really rude. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, on that note, so how's everyone feeling with exams? Um, I mean, my one little addition is that I didn't wash my hair for five days straight. So I feel like that's a good representation of how I'm doing. That's why yeah. dry shampoo was invented. It's fine. I know, but it smells so weird, so I'd slicker back and pretend like nothing's wrong. <laughs> I'm okay. Kelly sent me a picture, and she took out the ponytail, and there's no elastic, but her hair still looked like it was in a ponytail. Like, yeah. it held its shape, so that, yeah. Yeah. I FaceTimed my parents, and they were like, something's wrong. Something's wrong. I was like, yeah. But no, I'm okay. I have my first exam tomorrow, physiology, and then it's kind of just back to back. I have five exams. So once I get to the end of those, it'll be okay. Five exams. That's a kicker. Wow. Mm -hmm. Does everyone have five? I have a sweet old five. Um, I have four. I wrote one. One was online, bio 205. Everyone's taking that online, which was nice. Kind of nice to get out of the way. I thought yeah. we did I don't know anyone else who had exam an exam this weekend, but we did. Normally, yeah. Bio 205, they do like in the semester because it's technically not exam week yet. So oh. it's normally an early one. Yeah. Like they did that yeah. last year, too. Okay. Yeah. So much but fun. Yeah, that was, yeah. I mean, but it was good. I have a good spacing. So I had that. And then I have stats on the, this weekend and then two psych exams Friday, Saturday, next weekend. So like I've got a good amount of space between. But also means I'll probably procrastinate. So, but yeah, <laughs> overall, doing okay right now. But yeah. Good. Well, yeah, like when you've got a lot of stuff that's back to back, or, you know, if you've got time in between, what's the best way that you guys can stay motivated? Or, you know, either if you've got a lot back to back, how do you stay motivated? Or, you know, if you've got a lot of spare time between them, how do you balance, you know, 
taking some time for yourself, but also remembering to study. So it's not all within 24 hours before the exam. Um, I can kind of start on this. I definitely struggle with motivation personally. Um, I find it really easy to get, be hard on myself when I don't have a result that I am expecting or wanting. So kind of reminding myself of like, just to kind of take that bad result, put it to the side and kind of move on is really important for me. And I kind of do this through making sure that I have pretty concise schedules. A lot of, or my roommates and stuff think I'm a bit crazy, but I do plan out my days like to the hour, just kind of for like my own security to know that I'll get everything done. And then as things fluctuate throughout the day, I mean, I change that schedule, but then at least I can go into the day making sure that I have everything ready, everything to go. And I know I'm not going to forget anything. Um, And then kind of on that too, I prefer to wake up early and yeah, do everything early and then take more time for myself at night. So kind of around like 8.39 ish, I honestly stop working and then just spend like the rest of the night to myself. That sounds good. That sounds, that sounds healthy. You know, I, mm-hmm. there near the end of my semester, cause I'm, I am done a bit earlier than you guys. I, I just like, I couldn't, I could, I physically can't wake up before noon anymore. Like I just couldn't. Cause especially now, like with everything being done, there's no reason, like there's genuinely nothing to do with my day until like I go home. So it's just like, I think having that schedule is valuable, right? Because it gives you what you know exactly what you need to do the next day. Um, and I need structure. So no, it's been fine. I, I went for a run today. And that's what I did today. Guys. It was great. That was my one event for the day. Um, no, but I think I think having the, the schedule is really useful. I don't know. What, what about you guys? Rebecca, L.E.M.? I guess I could go. I mean, I am sh- someone who struggles with mental health and so I really try to listen to my body and try not to compare myself to other people because the way I function is not necessarily the way that you know other people function um I'm a big night owl so I actually function better at night so I kind of let my body sleep like a big thing for me is I need to sleep a lot just to function as a human and so if I wake up at one two o'clock in the afternoon like especially during exam season like I'll let myself have that sleep because I'd rather prioritize that sleep rather than wake up early when my body's so just completely against that and then just be exhausted not retain anything so that's kind of I kind of just listen to my body what it wants yeah no that's so yeah no exact same with me right like I yeah I've been living off of two hours of sunshine here uh, a day it's been great (laughs) Because the sun sets at like 3.45. So I, and if I wake up at one or two, I'm like, that's fine. This is fine. I'm not vitamin D deficient or anything. Um, But it, it makes sense, right? Like why, like if you're able to, it's better to wake up later refreshed and able to focus for the entire time yeah. you are awake than try to force yourself to wake up earlier mm-hmm. and then be tired, right? Yeah, no, for sure. Represent the night owls. Okay, Rebecca, this is... This is the this is the big question. Are you a morning person or a night owl? Do we outnumber LET or is it a tie? We I think I'm more of a morning person. If I have nothing to do, like there's like I'm 100% staying in bed till noon, but I know I function better when I get up and just start working. This year in particular, I think I've kind of approached exams with a lot more relaxed, not relaxed, but chill, trying to be chill outlook all of first year I was very frantic like I feel like I was living in this panic of I don't know how to study I don't know what to do but now that I have a year under my belt of like okay I know what went well I know what didn't I just yeah I feel okay I feel like I'm breaking down my days I have big outlines of how to 
like chip away at material and stuff. And also, yeah, I've been having these conversations with my housemates that this point in our life is like probably the only point where you get to work really, really hard and then just have straight nothing for like three weeks. Like when we're like old and have a job, like we're not going to just like finish a project and get like a three week break to like chill with your friends at home, you know? So I think that's kind of been my motivation of like that feeling of working really hard and feeling really good about the effort you put in and then getting to do nothing. And that's what's kind of, yeah, that's what's getting me through right now. That's such a good point. Um, and I'm actually going to put a hold on the thinking about the future and careers and jobs for a second, yeah. um, because that will spur existentialism as I near graduating soon. Uh, not this year, but the years are going by fast. It's 2023 next year, folks. That's Let's just say Amelia's having an existential crisis right now. <laughs> and- oh, already. I actually have um, what is existentialism, the book, right beside me here. <laughs> so, you know, I'm on brand. But okay, so... What has been your guys' favorite places to study? Like, are you guys more, we've established night owl versus morning person, but are you guys more study at home people or go to the libraries, which I'm assuming are packed right now? Thoughts? Oh, yeah, I can touch on this. I need to change my location like a few times, not per day, but like just kind of in exam season. But my latest thing right now is because Stoffer Library in particular is so busy. It honestly gets busy by like 8.30, 9-ish. Like it's so hard to find a spot. And I have really specific spots that I enjoy doing work in or I feel like I'm the most productive. So I wake up at 6 in the morning and I go to the library by 7. So yeah, that's my thing right now. That's my why mouth I- is agape. <laughs> ah, said. Amelia just sent it in the chat. She said, you're done. Um, <laughs> At least been canceled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. When I say morning person, I do mean it. I feel my best in the morning. I feel like I have the most energy in the morning. And then I kind of shut down at night. But, like, I enjoy doing work. This morning, I got to the library and the security guard said, morning. I said, morning. He goes, you're the first one here. And I was like, no Cheers way. to that. And then I ran, I ran through the bookshelves of the fourth floor just to let some steam off because I was the only one there. So I could do whatever I want. I have the lay of the land. It's like my kingdom when I get there at seven in the morning. How does it feel to be God's favorite? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, like for me, like 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. is my prime time grind time. Like it's oh, like yeah. my focus is just like it's quiet all my roommates are asleep no one's bothering me I can play music because everyone's asleep it's just like oh it's it's like a zone it's like when the world is asleep but 7 a.m is the same the world is asleep and I am fluttering around yeah but the birds are singing all right I don't need I don't need (laughs) that in my life right now when I'm tired okay I just remember during quarantine I'd be up till like 5 a.m like that's how bad of a night owl I was and the birds would start like singing and my mom would like swing by my room and she's like go to bed like you're dead oh my god the birds here sing at night it'll be like (laughs) 1 or 2 a.m and they're still going guys (laughs) the sun is down take a hint please Oh I'm God. sorry. Can we just backtrack to the fact that Ellie is doing laps on the fourth floor of Stopper <laughs> in the bookshelf? Like, where? Who? 
in what world just i think we need to do a psa i need a i think it's it should be a public service announcement of hey guys you know (laughs) between these hours in the morning just avoid the fourth floor so you don't get knocked down by this runner ellie's gonna have ellie's gonna have a little running club upstairs she's gonna get a whole gang of you guys up there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but hey you have to go even earlier now hey exercise gives you endorphins endorphins make you happy happy people don't kill people as Elle Woods once said so really Ellie you're you're doing society a service yeah you're welcome Ellie if you go early enough you might catch me and Amelia still in the library from the night before <laughs> yeah exactly exactly I'll I'll wave to you guys as you guys are headed to bed and I'll be yeah when we're walking out you're bed. walking in like hey what's up mm-hmm. exactly oh if only there's a 24-hour library oh See, that's my worst nightmare. Like, yeah. when, Ellie, when you said up till 2 a.m., like, I have been asleep for four hours by then. Do you go to bed at 10? Like, 10, 30, yeah. Oh, my gosh. We're learning oh so gosh. much about each other. No, no. <laughs> Amelia wrote, you're done, part two. <laughs> I thought, like, my mom went to bed at, like, 10, and, like, I thought she was, like, a lunatic. It's like, hey, we all we all have our things. Some people some people can go to bed at 10 p.m. and others will be staring at the ceiling for five hours if they attempt to. Um, and it's called balance in life. <laughs> um, so it's fine. But how about Rebecca, Ellie? What what about you guys? Are you guys more library or stay at home people or coffee shop people or out study outside people despite the cold? We're open to all suggestions here. I do love to like just have an excuse to buy like a six dollar coffee at Balzac's and call it studying for like an hour or two but today I don't know because I went to Stauffer yesterday at like noon which would not recommend there was actually not a single seat on any floor like when I'm like I was walking I, I might be exaggerating but like I could there's me and one other friend and we couldn't find us like a seat together now imagine we if like, you went now imagine you know if you went at oh ellie you, know you you stop stop ellie i'm just gonna make you like section off like three seats for me tomorrow yeah. but that's what i did for my roommates this morning they yeah, were like, like how about you go at seven and then we'll join you later yeah. and i was like sure but today even like i just spent the whole day at home i went to my friend's house and then um back to mine and me and my housemates me and my friends were doing like 50 minutes working 10 minutes off and we just did that whole day like took a break to go for a walk took a break to eat lunch and it was really nice and really quiet and productive so I feel like I might continue with that or maybe go to Crave or Balzac's those are kind of like if it's not Stauffer Crave Balzac's or home yeah my so I like studying at home at my desk I have like a nice little setup I have a monitor I have everything's nice plugged in but I also tend to hermit sometimes if I stay too much at my desk so I like to go to Douglas on the fourth floor where the big window is I try not to go into the like Harry Potter library just because that's always packed but the other room like across the hall like they have these big tables and I can usually get myself a table by myself because no one knows about Douglas um so if you need a backup plan go to Douglas it's pretty cool um my roommates don't like it apparently because it's they think it smells I don't think it smells um but I like the vibes in there everyone's very academic and studious and it motivates me to also be academic and studious when I'm looking at the same equation for two hours straight 
Yeah, no, I think that's so fair. There's really like, honestly, there's something special about the social, I don't know if it's social pressure, but it's like, you know, if I go to the library, I can't watch Netflix as a break because someone will see me. If I was at home, I would do it. But there's just something about being around other people where it holds you accountable. So like even me, I think I, I genuinely, when I was studying for my exams, I couldn't do it in my room. I had to, I, I had to do the like 25 minute walk to get to the, the library in the cold. And I had to just stay there for 10 hours or something. Cause I knew, I knew as soon as I left to go home, I just wouldn't be able to get anything done. So libraries are magical places, folks. Um, and LEM, you have made a rookie mistake. Never tell people where the good study spots are because then they'll listen and then it won't be, you'll run out okay, of Okay, I'm, I'm sharing the knowledge for our lovely listeners. Like they're listening to the That's podcast. True. I am giving them, I don't know, That's maybe it's because I was a freck. So I feel like I'm, I have all this knowledge I need to like. That's fair. Diverge, so. Okay, well, again, I think, I think that's all some really good strategies. And to any listeners, you know, whatever way you study best, whether it's morning or night or at the library at home, like do what, like, I think what LEM said is great. Listen to your body and see what's going to work best for you and where you're most productive. And remember to take breaks. Like Rebecca, 10 minute breaks are great. Like genuinely, that's like a rule. I swear somebody has that rule where it's important to like study for 25 or 40 minutes and then take like a 20 minute break or something. So yeah, like do, do whatever's going to work for you. And hopefully your exams will all go well. Knock on wood. Uh, where's wood? Okay. Okay. So what's the first thing once your exams are all done? I know we it goes up pretty close to Christmas, but what's the first fun thing you guys are going to do when you get home? I love this question. Take it away. Is, Take it away. Oh, this is like literally what I'm daydreaming about. I have a list of like literally right in front of me on my notion of like break to do like what I want to do when I'm home. I was texting a close friend and we want to like spend the whole day and watch friends and do like self-care, do like face masks. Um, Yeah, just spend time, like quality time with no distractions with people who I really love and care about, like all my family. Really excited for that. And yeah, just like also along with that, be an absolute bum, do absolutely nothing and not feel bad about that at all. So yeah. That sounds lovely. How about the two Ellie's? What are you guys? What are you guys looking forward to? Um, I'm gonna be really lame, really capitalist, really like money go getter. I'm actually going back to work on the holidays. <laughs> I know people might think I'm crazy, but I have a part time job back home. I'm going back to work. I love the people that work there. I think it'll just be nice to do something that's polar opposite from school. Like I spend eight ten hours a day at my desk like staring at a screen and it'll just be nice to like work <laughs> retail and just 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 to, like interact with people in a different way instead of like just school 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 all the time it's just yeah so I'm going back to work probably just hang out with my mom she's gonna make me watch terrible Hallmark Christmas movies and I'm gonna make inappropriate comments throughout the entire thing yeah that's how I like to spend my time <laughs> be fun how about you L.E.T.? Well, I am from Alberta, so I love to ski, and my family um, has figured out a way to have, like, a temporary kind of pass for me, so I am going to ski as much as I possibly can before I come back to Ontario, where there's no snow right now, um, and also because I live in a different province and all my extended family lives 
still in Ontario. Um, I don't get to see my like grandparents and my aunts and uncles much, but this year for Christmas, my grandparents are coming out the day after I get back, I think. So I'm just really, really excited to see them probably bake cookies with them, do lots of stuff outside. Cause I miss the mountains. So yeah, that sounds wonderful. And you bring up, you bring up an interesting point though, Rebecca or LEM, do either of you ski? I ski. I love to ski. I haven't skied in a couple of years just because of circumstances, but whenever I just, I love going down the hill. It's so much fun. Um, I'm like a solid, like blue square kind of skier. Like, um, <laughs> I can ski, I learned, but no, uh, we weren't like a ski family, but we, I like, I like to go up to like a ski chalet and like sit in the, what's it called? Après ski. <laughs> Just eat yeah, hang out. See, I thought I thought it was just the chalet. So yeah. you're ahead of me on the terminology. However, yeah. you all answered wrong. Um, obviously snowboarding is superior. Um, oh my <laughs> gosh. Stop. I'm just kidding. All snow sports no. are welcome. Um, no, that's fun. I think honestly, winter sports are under underrated. I think it's real. I want snow. That's that's my biggest thing. I want I want snow. I don't want rain. I just want to see some flakes and make a snowman and I'll be Honestly, happy again. There's no snow here either. So yeah. Re- did not... you ha- Rebecca? Rebecca? Yeah. That was uncalled for. All right. <laughs> Let me believe a girl can dream. Okay. Yeah, there yeah. will be kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. There's I, a lot of snow. Thank you. I said this to my roommate today. I was saying I've never owned or I probably I have in my life, but recently, in recent years, I've not owned an umbrella. Because it doesn't rain in Camor. Um, it only snows. It snows from end of October until end of May. So there's no need for an umbrella. And here it rains all the time. And all I want is snow. All I want is snow. I just want to get in the Christmas spirit and see fluffy snow and make snowmen and snow angels. I would like to propose, you know, be a trendsetter. Why not use the umbrella while it's snowing? It's all precipitation. It's all the same thing. Start a trend. And then people will be like, oh my God, I don't have snow in my hair. My hair is not wet. My eyelash, my you... makeup's still intact. Just be a trendsetter. Are you really trying to campaign for umbrellas when it's snowing? <laughs> like that's the stance you want to Yes, it is. Yes, that is the stance I'm taking. Amelia, the next question we have is, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's called creativity, Ellie. All right. I'm a big ODR girl. Outdoor rink. Get me on the ice and oh heaven. Skating heaven. is fun. I do yeah. I do like skating. Yes. Oh, see, winter sports. Underrated. So yeah, we'll see. I don't know when Kingston has their ice rink up, but that might be a nice break from exam studying because breaks are important, guys. And it's physical activity. So you're getting endorphins too. It's a win-win. I think they like have it built and like set up in the square. They just can't have it going until it's colder. But I swear yeah. last time I went down there, it's like it's getting ready. I'm sorry. Are you saying it's not below zero there? No, no, it is. It is. Thank you. Thank you. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> it just feels like it's November every single day. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you time. They're defrosted now. Yeah. Oh my God. I think I've been listening to Christmas songs for like a couple weeks now. So I don't know. It's felt like December for a little while for me. So that's nice. I. It's weird to me that it's only December 8th. Like I feel like I'm in mid-December, but it's not. 
That's so interesting because I feel like like week when week 12 hit, it did not feel like week 12. Like I thought we were still at the beginning of like the semester went by so, so fast. Like I've never had that fast of a semester before. It was crazy. Gonna agree with Ellie. I think it's gone really fast and I feel like I don't feel like we're at exam time right now. I feel like we should be still around like week nine, honestly. Yeah, I find it's always like the first couple weeks, like getting to like week seven feels like a long time. But then 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 just go by as if they're like one or two weeks, which is crazy. So, you know, as the year comes to an end, a lot of people are doing their New Year's resolutions. It's a time of self-reflection for the holidays. It's all very fun. But so looking back on the semester for I think all three of you, it was your second year, first semester, second year. What's one thing you thought went really well and one thing you want to improve on going forward into 2023? That is a hard question. I feel like I am really self-critical and I find it like very hard to see my accomplishments, I guess. So I find it a lot like when you asked that question, it was a lot. I don't know. I might need to think on that a little bit and let everyone else kind of proceed in front of me because I do find it really hard. Like when we were talking about to taking breaks and stuff like I cannot like I I do try and take breaks but it's like a forcing myself to take breaks because I will sit there in the library and work for 10 12 hours straight like without taking a break because every time I take a break I'll like feel bad I'll like feel like I'm not doing enough work I'll feel like I'm behind I'll feel like everyone's ahead of me and that like I'm not doing enough I'm not you know xyz so I feel like thinking about what I did well this year is a bit harder so maybe I'll take a step back and think about that will you guys answer well maybe that's like the work the thing you work on is you know having a little more self-compassion but I think one thing you've done well you know like we were talking about it you you stick to a schedule you know you're able to wake up and get your exercise in in the library and she wakes up at 6 a.m that's like, that's an accomplishment true. that's pretty cool man for those you of won't be seeing me and Amelia doing that no. <laughs> Thanks, so guys. we admire oh. you for that, right? Like, that's something great. Shout out. Thanks, guys. Do us a favor, though. Sleep until noon one day on holiday, please. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I think the latest I could go would be like 9.30-ish, 10, maybe. 9.45 and you have a deal. Okay. That's like the middle of the night. <laughs> How about you, yeah. L.E.M.? What's your reflection on the semester? My reflection. So my first year, so I don't know if we talk about this on the podcast enough or a lot about engineering um but first year engineering is like like you really rough it out um and so after my first year I did J section what's J section so sometimes when you come into university or after high school you come into university and it's very common for engineering students to not do well in certain classes or in my case fail them but it's okay because I passed them so essentially it's like you just retake the course through like a fast track program where you can retake chemistry physics or calculus in like a five to six week session and then afterwards you continue on with the rest of the content for the rest of the year and your your program kind of just extends into june july so that's what j section is basically just it's like a opportunity to just kind of like try again get caught up which is really awesome opportunity for I know for me, it was really great because I came from a small farm town, high school. I was like the only person in my class going into STEM. Uh, didn't have the same opportunities as a lot of kids who are coming from bigger areas. And so I wasn't completely prepared. I was also dealing with a lot of anxiety in my first year. And so I 
found J section was really awesome just to kind of retake everything, take a step back and, you know, get caught up. So after my first year, I was up to date with everyone in my year. So I didn't feel so impostery. I don't know if that's a word. I'm going to make it a word. I'm going to run with it. So, hey. Sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry. We're leaving Among Us in 2021, all right? (laughs) That was an intrusive (laughs) thought that just took over. My bad. Continue your story, Ellie. So this year, I was like, okay, I'm an eng cam. We're going to do it. It should be fine. And... I think what I look back on my first year compared to this year is that I really didn't take the time to take care of myself. Like just like the little things like taking a shower, making my bed, organizing my meals and just doing like little things like that. I didn't realize how beneficial they were to my mental health. And I really think when you're in university preserving, having a good mental health state is so, so important and can go so, so far. So that was something I was really trying to implement this year was, hey, instead of studying another hour for this test, go take a shower. You deserve it. It'd be fun. Have nice, clean hair. And then, you know, so. I need that. I need that. That is inspiring me, Ellie, because as I said at the start of the podcast, I have not washed my hair in five days and it's horrible. So thank you. I will implement that. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I think just taking care of yourself is so, so important. I think it's something we forget to do. And this is me reminding myself because I'm still not super great at it. So. Um, okay, I guess I can touch on it a little bit. Um, I mentioned how last year during exam season, I was frantic. And I feel like that yeah. was a bit of an under-exaggeration. Like, it wasn't just frantics. It was just like, I was very anxious, kind of consistently on and off all throughout the year. I think a combination of school, I lacked confidence after feeling pretty confident in high school. I didn't know, I didn't have anything under my belt to feel good that I knew what I was doing or how to do it on top of that like you're meeting all new people socially it's really unsettling like Mm -hmm. we don't know I don't know I just wasn't sure of my relationships yet and who I felt close to and it's just like in combination like also being 18 coming out of COVID we're like I'm I'm spiraling. I could keep going, but it was really no, hard. No, please continue. I I think yeah. You know, I know if you're everything you're saying. We I can see everyone's faces. We're all being like, yes. Yeah. Oh my god, someone's saying. Yeah. It. No, yeah. making friends is so exhausting. It's so just like putting yourself out there all the time is so mm-hmm. tiring. It takes energy, and sometimes it yeah. it can get really easy to just not want to leave your room because you're comfy and you're sometimes some of us who are okay with our own company. It's like it's really easy to kind of hibernate, as I think one of you said as well, or hermit. Yeah. I just think I lacked a lot of security and confidence in all areas. And luckily coming into this next semester, it's great to think that that was, it's been a year since second semester last year. Like I feel a lot more sure of myself in how I approach school and the, yeah, the, the calmer approach that I have to a lot of things. I have more balance in my life. I have a job. I go to school. I work out. I, and I really have been enjoying it. I know I have my points. I've had points in the semester where I felt myself falling back into those habits. But I have more of that confidence to go back in and be like, okay, you know what? You do know what you're doing. You do have good people. You do know how to balance your schedule. Uh-uh. And that's a really good feeling. So, yeah, I've made some improvements. I've had some rough spots. But, yeah, it's been good. 
do you mind if I ask a question actually to Rebecca? Um, Rebecca, can you give tips or advice? Because I feel like as you're saying that, I resonate with that so much. And in first year, my kind of issue was I came in with a lot of confidence from high school. I kind of like came in feeling like almost like big fish in small pond and then became small fish in a big pond. And I wasn't as successful academically as I wanted to be in first year. And so now I'm feeling that like franticness and loss of balance in second year. But do you have any advice like for me and then also just like for anyone that's kind of feeling that way, like tips on how you've kind of regained that balance? I mean, for the fact that like I'm being asked that question is so crazy to me because like, you know, if someone's told me a year ago that someone's asking me for tips on balance, I'd be like, you're crazy. But I don't know. I think a lot of school and studying is time management and being sure of yourself because I could stare at something for an hour and be convinced I don't understand it and get stressed out and it's it's like a time suck like it wastes all my time honestly take breaks study with people study with people you know you can get work done and just know that like I think I came into university thinking a 75 was the worst grade I could ever get in the world and now I just like if I'm on if I get the average I'm happy if I get below the average I reevaluate like I did pretty kind of bad on a midterm and that was the first this semester and if I had got that grade last year I probably would have cried <laughs> but yeah I think it's framing your mindset that like one bad grade isn't going to change your whole GPA one bad grade isn't going to ruin my chances of going to grad school I don't know well, I think that's great. And I think it's, it's some really great reminders for people where, you know, I think our generation, especially, or honestly, sometimes a lot of people at university, there's, you know, you're associating self-worth with grades, or, you know, maybe we do hold ourselves to those high standards where then we're going to be unforgiving. You know, if you, for example, say you get a bad grade or something below what you were hoping for, something like that. But I think even, it may not be what you expected, but it's like with situations, right? It's what you make of it. You know, if you want some, often people call things, oh my God, I failed that. Or I, you know, it, even if sometimes it's not a failure, but it's to them, it feels like a failure. It's really only a failure if you don't learn from it, right? Like if clearly you could have studied more and, and your takeaway is that you don't change your study habits or you do nothing differently. That's more a failure than the bad grade in itself, right? It's if you get the bad grade and you say, okay, next time I'm going to do something different Then that bad grade was exactly what you needed to indicate to you that you needed to change something. So they're opportunity, like, yes, they can, they, they hurt, but they're also opportunities for growth. And really that's what university is supposed to be doing for us. It's supposed to be helping us grow because, you know, even when you're talking about grad school or even job interviews, if, you know, for whatever reason they ask you, oh, what happened here? You can say, oh yeah, that I learned from that. And this is all the steps I implemented to recover from, you know, whatever that challenge was, whether it was a grade, whether it was social circumstances or mental health, it's, you know, that's, that's a transferable skill in itself is being able to look at a situation and to bounce back from it and to find the lesson in it that you're able to grow from. Right. Yeah. I think it makes us really like perseverant, like human beings. I think that's what makes us really good candidates for these positions. Like I just remember like, my first semester, I think I failed every single midterm 
and I'm not afraid to say it because I had all the odds stacked against me, but I felt really low and I was like, what am I doing here? Like, I, I don't deserve to be in this program. Like, everyone's so intelligent and I just feel like, again, an imposter. Go ahead, Ellie. <laughs> Sus. Um, <laughs> But I just like took a step back and I said to myself, I'm like, you know what, if I if I'm going to get dragged out of here, I want to get dragged out by the ponytail because I'm not leaving. I'm sticking this out. I'm going to push through. I'm going to get this. I don't care how long it takes, but I'm going to get this. And I think that perseverance and that like, like gut, like drive. strength, I don't know, just like that drive. drive. It was like, like my rock bottom drive was what got me through first year it was what, you know, carried me through. I just, I went all in. So yeah. yeah, I think that's great. Okay, so we've kind of talked about, you know, you guys have mentioned self-care, like whether that's running through the stoffer stacks at seven in the morning <laughs> or taking a shower or a bath or whatever it is. I don't know. What are some, what are some other, maybe it's not the, maybe it's not something you can do in 20 minutes. Maybe it's, you know, but you need more time for it that we'll all have once exams are done. But like, what's, what's a hobby you guys do? What's something that's, you know, maybe either related to school, maybe it's like an extracurricular or something. What's what's something that brings you joy that maybe somebody can look into over the holidays saying, hey, that sounds pretty cool. What about that? I know, I think L.E.M., you, you mentioned some gaming stuff. Yeah, so you guys can't see my head right now, but I am sporting a nice little gaming headset. I am a sort of gamer girl. I have some friends who would argue I'm not, but I do enjoy a gaming. I think my brain is just running all the time. It doesn't stop, but I also need to give myself breaks from like whatever I'm doing. And so I have a Nintendo Switch. And sometimes if I just need a little break, I'll just go sit on my bed. I'll plop a game and it's still like stimulating my head in a way that like I'm still thinking critically because... I just I can't get enough of that, but it's not school related. It's it's whatever game I'm playing, whether it's Animal Crossing or Minecraft or I have like a bunch of like story games I like rip through sometimes for fun. It just gives me a little break from school, d- disconnects me from the real world and then obviously put a time limit because I can get very consumed and then whenever I'm done or I feel like I'm well rested, I'll put it aside and I'll go back to work and I feel refreshed because I had that little moment of disconnect. So, call me a nerd. That's fun though. Okay, be honest though. Did did you download Animal Crossing when everyone else was downloading Animal Crossing in twenty twenty? I mean, I mean, I was playing it during COVID. I have a pretty nice house, but I have like a huge mortgage that I've just kind of given up on. Like, I have to pay Tom Nook like two million bells to upgrade my house, and I'm like, sir, no. I'm a broke college student, okay? See, Minecraft doesn't ask you to pay mortgages, and you can build fancy little houses in there, right? L.E.T., you mentioned. Oh, yeah. I was a Minecraft grinder on my mom's iPad. Minecraft and Clash of Clans, and I still do have my Clash of Clans base. It's Town Hall level 11. Feel free to follow me, guys. L-Dog 13. Dog spelled D-A-W-G. A little self-promo there. A little self-promo there. (laughs) Feel free to follow. See how my progress is going. But yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I'm as good as at like video games and stuff though as I'm sure Ellie is. Oh, I'm I'm terrible. (laughs) Like I'm kind of brutal, but I like it. So I don't think you have to be good at your hobbies. I think if you enjoy them, then it's fine. It's supposed to be a break for your mind, right? So L.E.T., if not Minecraft, how do you like to, what's an interest that you partake in when you have time? whether that be over the holidays or on a weekend or something. 
I kind of already mentioned like skiing and outdoors stuff. So I do really like being outdoors and um, getting outside. I moved out of Toronto to Canmore, Alberta when I was 11 years old. So I've kind of grown up in the mountains for a long time. But the hobby that I want to touch on that I've kind of rediscovered my interest for is knitting. Um, And I was taught how to knit by my um, Jima or like grandma when I was like five or six years old and just more recently I found some old knitting needles that she had given to me and I just decided that I wanted to try knitting again so I like retaught myself it's been kind of a nice relaxing thing to do at the end of the day no shame I still have stuffed animals I have a stuffed elephant but I've been knitting my stuffed elephant a scarf so that's kind of like my latest project here the 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 listeners aren't going to be able to see this. Oh, we'll put it on the Instagram. Don't you worry. Here's the scarf progress. Oh my Aww. god, it's so tiny. <laughs> I don't think, I think it's an Ellie thing because I have an army of Squishmallows on my bed. Aww. You yeah. guys are basically the same person. We're just yeah, fooling the listeners. We're just making, we're audio tuning one voice. So it sounds like two. A quick quiz for you guys too, but it has to be quick. So it doesn't take too long for Ellie. Okay. What do you think my stuffed elephant's name is? Go. Is it Ellie? No. Bad guess. My name's <laughs> Ellie. <laughs> Amelia and Ellie. Quickly, quickly. Eleanor. No. No. Amelia, last chance. Annie. Look Look at this face. Look at this face. I don't know. Me... It looks sad. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh my god. <laughs> Did you just call her an it for starters? <laughs> Her name is Tuna. Like the fish. Obviously. Stop. Excuse me, I need to mute Ellie now. She's named her (laughs) animal after a different animal. (laughs) Oh my lord. All right, Rebecca, save me. What do you Um, what do you do for fun? How do I even bring this back to a normal conversation? I have faith in you. Um okay, well, I feel like when I'm looking for something outside of school. It feels really nice to like work work at something and be good at something that isn't academic related. You know, like I feel like we grind every day to like do really well in school. But I love to like go to the gym and like feel myself getting stronger and feel myself improving in an area that's not that's not serious and it's just fun, you know? Or a lot of my friends just started doing paint my numbers and like just like a lot of focus and it's relaxing. And I was doing it with my friend today as we were doing a study break. And I was like, this is so nice. So I think little things like that. I think I'm going to buy myself a paint by numbers. Yeah, working out. And even just like having fun conversations with my friends. That's how I like to take my study break. It fills that like social interaction that you get. You don't have as much when you're just like sitting there working. Yeah, yeah, I think that's great. So there you go, folks. If anyone is looking for some new hobbies to start and then January or over when you're home for Christmas um, or whatever, any other holiday you're home for this winter, you could you can make friends. You can paint by numbers. You can look into the very fun world of um, the gaming community. They're, they're quite fun. I dabble. Or you can get uh, a stuffed animal and name it a completely different animal's name. Whatever, whatever floats your boat, they, those animals get cold. They need, they need things knitted. So yeah, um, so I guess we'll conclude, folks. Obviously, wishing everybody 
the best of luck, whatever university you're at with your exams, because exam time is stressful and it is important to take care of yourselves and to be kind to yourselves, especially this time of year. But we'll finish it off with your favorite drink that gets you through either the holidays or exam time. So you could, this can range from energy drinks to teas to hot cocoa. Yes, I called it cocoa. What are your answers? Go. I'll start. Um, I'm a big fan of an apple cinnamon tea right now because they're not $6 because they're at my house, but they're really, it's really cozy. It's very wintry and especially because it gets dark so early here. It's nice to, as soon as the sun goes down, you just make a cup of tea. It's nice. I know it's very English, but it's nice. What about you guys? Hmm. I'm going to say London Fog because that's like my dad's favorite drink. So I'd say a London Fog, it's very nostalgic and keeps me pepped throughout the day. And then also I do like to dabble in lattes and coffees of sorts because i got to get that energy when I'm waking up at six in the morning. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not a big peppermint. Like, I don't know. I don't, I'm the type of person where it's like, if I have something I like, I'm just going to stick with it all year round, even if it's like not festive or anything. So I'll just say my Starbucks order. If I go to Starbucks, I like to get a, uh, iced caramel macchiato with almond milk. I also like just a regular coffee. I'll go to the tea house. Hello. This is me editing the podcast. I am quite embarrassed. I said the tea house, and for someone who goes there all the time, I am very well aware it is the tea room. I am silly. I was tired. My sincerest apologies. All right. Again, I'm very sorry. (laughs) At the BMH, just get a light roast coffee, two cream, one sugar. Does the job. Pretty classic. Pretty good. My mom drinks that and now I do. So that's very nice. Well, if any listeners are looking to buy you a coffee, they they know what to get you. Exactly. So it's exactly. more it's more benefits me. Just, you know, you want to <laughs> do a nice thing? Get me a coffee. Guys, you make my day. <laughs> okay, how about you, Rebecca? What's your drink of choice at this time of year? Ellie was kind of um, bashing the peppermint, so I don't know how I feel about that, to be honest. Um, <laughs> okay, no, I'm love... sorry. Why would you voluntarily want to drink your toothpaste? Because like, it's delicious. delicious. It, hang on, Thank I need you. to mute her. Okay, I know that I was muted, but before you listen on to the girls' argument as to why peppermint is superior, I'm editing myself in to say that they are wrong. The following argument is non-factual i'm right everything peppermint flavored tastes like toothpaste i stand by my statement thank you very much please continue listening okay continue rebecca thank you thank you thank you um no but i do like the peppermint mochas from starbucks like you best believe my friends were in our group chat being like guys the Christmas drinks are out. We all need to go get them right now. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I really like peppermint mocha, half sweet with whipped cream. That's my because it gives me my. It's like a hot chocolate and a coffee combined. Can I see a controversial opinion? Not actually controversial, but I don't like mochas. 
I think it takes the best out of like it it doesn't take the best out of both worlds it takes the worst out of both worlds and degrades each of them like I like coffee alone hot chocolate alone mix them together it doesn't make it better it makes it worse I will not be hearing this from somebody who named their elephant after a fish (laughs) (laughs) no I'm kidding it makes the the hot chocolate too bitter but the coffee too sweet you know Ellie, I just told you that was my favorite drink, so I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> no, the peppermint mocha is, I, I, I'm with you, Rebecca. That yeah. If I could get that, see, they don't have that here, um, which makes me very sad. That's normally my go-to, like, Starbucks holiday drink as well, except I can't have, you guys are flexing all of your coffee drinking abilities. I sadly cannot have caffeine. Um, it poisons me, sadly. But That's so sad. I'm, I'm real happy for all of you. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, no, no. I'm already getting canceled for not liking peppermint. No, but no, I also, no. We don't I also, Oh, it's okay. I think the two Ellies have been officially canceled. <laughs> no, no, no. No, we support all. It's whatever drink. It's again, it, do what makes you happy. And if it's peppermint, it's peppermint. If it's caramel macchiatos, it's caramel macchiatos. And if it's London Fogs, it's London Fogs. It's truly because you know what? It's at this time of year, comfort is important. And so if the drink brings you comfort, if the drink brings you comfort, we will respect all of it. Um, as long as there's no tuna in the drink, because that would just be wrong. Mila, that was so nice. That was so heartfelt. I love that. Thank you. We're trying. Don't want to scare all our listeners away. Yeah. If you, I don't know if people can, hey, when you see the episode reveal on the Instagram, comment your favorite, uh, your favorite holiday drink. Okay, folks. So there you go. There you have it. Your the record, the wise team on our podcast recommend you gather whatever your favorite hot drink is you grab your favorite plushie regardless of what its name is and you cuddle up with the people you care about and you try a new hobby and you take care of yourselves this holiday because that's what's important and everyone have a very very happy holiday season and a happy new year this episode is sponsored by tuna the elephant and dear the rest of my podcast team, would you like to say your farewells to our lovely listeners? Tuna and I say goodbye. Have a great holidays, everybody. And enjoy <laughs> London fogs and knitting and waking up at 6 a.m. Shout out. Uh, thanks for listening. Happy holidays. Good luck and, on exams, too, right? And slay. Yeah. I love it. And Rebecca. Um, happy holidays. Uh, good luck. And take a self-care day. Watch yes. friends. Do a face mask and hang out. Take a shower. Take a shower. Take a shower, (laughs) folks. Whatever, whatever floats your boats. Thank you for listening. This will be the How to Be Wise podcast signing off for the 2022 fall season. Stay excited. We've got a lot of new things coming in the new year. And we hope you're all listening then as well. Don't forget about us over the holidays. Um, Thanks again, guys. Have a good, happy new year. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. We have so much planned for the 2023 winter season. So stay tuned for the new year. This episode is sponsored by Tuna the Elephant. Happy holidays.